I was like an hour late and I was stressing and I like burst into the green room with, with like pots and pans and I like just kind of hit off Bob Geldof. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, how's it going? And he was like, hello. And I was like, I'm Owen, I'm the chef. He's like, I'm Bob. <laughs> was like, All right, man. I was like, listen, I have to go. I'm really late. And I ran out there. And then after a while, I was like, that was really surreal for me. Like, I was like, I'm really sick. And I didn't stick around and chat this more. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. I'm your host Connor Finn and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. You know Score by Now, I know Score by Now. And if you don't, you've got two seasons and a bit to catch up on. Yeah, so go on back, enjoy, relax, give us a five star rating, remember to subscribe on the show this week. I was thrilled to welcome on the most down-to-earth person I've probably chatted to. It was the wonderful Owen Sheehan. We chatted all about Owen's journey from chemical engineer to TV chef, how he went from creating meals for his mates to launching his own business, Country Munch, the lessons he's learned from farm to fame and the exciting plans he has for the future. Owen was genuinely just so much up for the crack. I think for someone that I've kind of seen over the last few years really build this huge fall online and for someone that's kind of decided after doing a full degree that they knew that it wasn't a path they looked to go down and it spun it on his head and has really created a whole new life for himself I just find him so inspirational to talk to and I hope you guys too without further ado please enjoy this latest episode of Interviews with the wonderful Owen Sheehan well, welcome back to another episode of Finterviews on the show this week. I'm delighted to welcome on, um, out of all days of the year, I mean, I can't believe I got you sitting down for this one, the brilliant Owen Sheehan, how's it going? I'm very good. I know demand is high today now. It's one of my most busier days of the year, so. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I said, you know what, if uh, I'm going to be doing um, chatting to a TV chef, I mean, somebody that's in the culinary arts kind of like business, my God, I want him here on Pancake Tuesday. That's what I said to everybody. I was like, I can't have anybody else. So, oh, and I'm delighted that you actually took out the time, honestly. <laughs> I should have insisted that you make, we make pancakes together on the stream. Oh, in hindsight, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Oh, God. <laughs> No, but I suppose like first for us on um for the rare occasion that you know someone's a list this that maybe um I find you through come through me I I know in the wildest you know expectations I'm, that we're pre- pre- playing pretend right now that like somebody knows you like through me that's just it's it's funny that how that work but imagine that tells a little bit about yourself I suppose about your background and I suppose yeah um I won't butcher too much more of telling you what you do I'll let you tell you everybody else kind of what you're supposed to know for yeah um so my name's on sheehan i'm from limerick i'm 25 years old and i i suppose the title has been given to me is I, i'm a tv chef and food entrepreneur um throughout that then i kind of started in, the, in this food culinary world and and grew oh. slowly but surely from there i'm so sorry we've just ran into um i think we're about two months in there into our first tactical difficulty of the evening you completely oh, cut really? out sorry only oh, heard she literally say food entrepreneur and then i just was like he's gone here we go jesus christ i heard you say oh no and i was like is that it to me or the stream? 
<laughs> yeah, you're like, what's happening here? Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Well, no, I'm still recurling after the fact that we didn't prepare like any pancakes stay on this. But sorry, uh, maybe just start again and make sure that like we got our yeah, recorded. So on. as you're saying, food entrepreneur, but like, yeah, um, I, I let you didn't hear a word after that. So, I mean, you can make up whatever now. Yeah, I can't hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell a different line now. Yeah. Um no, I'm I'm only I'm twenty-five. I'm from Limerick. Uh I'm a TV chef and food entrepreneur. Uh what I was saying was I, I I'm actually a chemical and biochemical engineer. Yeah. And I've never in my life worked as an engineer ever in my life. I, I studied that in college, hated it every second of it, and I started cooking in college and then that took me down this crazy road and this crazy world of food. and I'm really lucky I found some really good cool and avenues that are really interested me um and it's led me to what i do now i, I own a business called country munch here in limerick we were a meal prep service um and i started that in college in second year cooking meals for myself and my friends and that grew to this kind of business now we feed teams and corporates and uh, the people of limerick and, and all these big contracts um and i myself then fell into the media world of social media content creation and tv and whatnot so it's been nuts i mean I, it's weird when people ask me what you do because there's no answer. Like, there's 10 different answers. I can say I have probably 10 different roles yeah. in the business, you know. Um, <laughs> but I I always kind of say, like, I kind of get paid to be myself, which is really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that's always why I kind of like to let the guests kind of obviously explain what they do themselves because I find whatever you just like start talking about, you're being like, a, like, what do I call you? Like, again, like, as you said, like, half your stuff I suppose where I initially kind of like ran into your content was online so I'm like okay kind of content creator yeah. but then I'm being like okay no but like you know personality himself like should have been doing obviously like TV chef and then I was going okay like wh- what do I call a person that also like runs a business on that side and like do you know what I mean I just like I, I, I like <laughs> somebody else to explain all the hats that they kind of yeah, sit yeah. under themselves like but yeah uh, you're really- sound, it sounds better than what it is like I don't even like saying it gives me, it gives me the ache when I talk about myself in that regard oh my god it's so embarrassing no one honestly <laughs> <laughs> scarlet for you no no honestly I mean like as you said I suppose you started off um like I was actually, I actually did some research before this. And uh, no, I, I just, I heard like, you know, you went into college and you're like, you graduated as well. You did like uh, chemical mm. engineering. Um, but like to go from such like a kind of stringent kind of path, which would like almost be like so many people's like careers after that. They're like, well, I did chemical engineering. Like that's what I'm sticking on to. To kind of flip it on its head and go like, uh, oh no, like literally just not interested. I'll get it over with. But like, this is what kind of where my passion went. Like, I suppose like, mm-hmm. when did that like first, like as you kind of started, you say, you're saying you're, you're in college and like, that's when you started making like the content. Like, what was the kind of like inspiration behind that where you're just being like, uh, I, I, I just fancy kind of posting some wee recipes up online and like see what, yeah. ha- what happens. It, it was, it was just like. I wouldn't even call it a hobby because I didn't even intend for it to be a hobby. I, yeah. I would have, it would have stemmed from like being involved in health and fitness and, yeah. and playing a lot of sport. And then with that came this kind of need to know what I was eating uh, yeah. just for performance. Before that, so, you had no you idea. Know, <laughs> no, not a, not a notion. Like before yeah. that, it was just like, eat this and this and eat as much of it as I can. Because I was playing rugby and it's like, the bigger you are, the better you can be. So I was like, cool. He give me all the food. <laughs> And then when I was in college, I kind of started watching what I was eating. And I hmm. saw, you know, the, the correlation between when, when I watched what I ate and when I ate well, I hmm. felt better and I looked better. Yeah. Um, so I got really into that. I got really interested by that. Um, and I'm just lucky that I suppose I was just 
portraying that on social media. I wasn't really marketing. I wasn't yeah. intentionally trying to sell anything. I was just updating people. Um, and, you know, you get bits of reaction here or there. And the food stuff always hit a core of people. Hmm. Um, you know, everyone was really curious what I ate for breakfast. You know, how did you cook that dinner? X, Y, Z. So I was kind of like, this is kind of weird. Like, why is everyone asking me what I ate? I was trying to like, I was trying to do more gym stuff at the time. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to be this PT, like, you know. And then no one would watch me, my gym videos. And everyone would watch the recipe videos. So I was like, fuck me. Like, like okay, grand. Like, there must be something here. So yeah, and then yeah. I kind of just turned my interest towards that a bit. Um, and then really slowly, bit by bit, just, I suppose, accidentally started that kind of blog on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, saw that there was traction there. I just really enjoyed it. You know, it was just fun to interact with people. And, and you know, it's a good buzz. Yeah. To this day, when someone takes my recipe, cooks it at home, recreates it, and yeah. shows it to me. You know, it's, it's that's a really cool thing. Um so like just, option, you just see people butchering your recipes all the time. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. You're like, no, no, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, like five stars all oh, around. Jesus Listen, God. the recipes are so good, you, you couldn't butcher them. I have to say that. <laughs> I'm adding um, that out. That's, it started really, started really organically like that. And I was cooking meals for myself. And a yeah. friend came to me and he said, would I cook meals for him? Yeah. I was like, man, not a hope. I was like, I'm trying to be an engineer that I despise. I'm trying to play rugby. I'm trying to cook my own meals. He's like, I'll give you a tenner a meal. Yeah. I was like, tenner a meal, five meals a week, 50 quid goes grand, 50 quid. That'll pay for my drinks out in town in Limerick um, when we go out Thursday night. I was like, grand, fine, done. And then I did it again next week and his friend joined in. So I made a hundred quid. I was like, this is absolutely mint. I, get, oh I made a hundred quid for like 10 dinners. Jesus. And yeah, and then like it just grew week on week, and I did yeah. 15 meals, and then I did 20, and I would like put up a story or put up a Snapchat being like, Listen, I'm cooking dinners now. Does anybody want any? And people <laughs> gave me like, Yeah, I'll take five. Yeah, I'll take two dinners. It was a cool tick tick, cooked 20 dinners, dropped in people's houses, made 200 quid. I was just like, This is the easiest thing in the world for me. Um, and that was a kind of light bulb moment for myself, I suppose. It was kind of this awakening of like, I was slaving in college to be this engineer that mm. I didn't like. And then I was really enjoying this hobby that was, mm. you know, it was nothing yet, but there was promising, you know, there was mm. something there to it. Even mm. just my, my passion for it alone was, was intriguing. Mm. Making money was, you know, arbitrary back then. Cause you know, you, you make fuck all money regardless when you start off. Um, mm. But that was the interest and that spiked it. And it just grew really organically from there all through college. And, you know, that, that helped me a lot. I was always really transparent. I yeah. Would, you know, make YouTube videos, put up stories and bring people along. I was like, you know, this, I would openly say, this is nuts. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to try and start a food business. <laughs> you guys and are idiots. I can't believe you're funding me. Yeah. <laughs> there's an audience watching, waiting for me to fail or fuck up or not even in a bad way. It was, it was nearly comedic. Um, but yeah, and, and again, I think people just, people can see when you're, authentic and when you genuinely enjoy mm. something and there was no no there was no bullshit back then i wasn't even trying to sell the meals it was kind of like if you want to buy them buy them if you don't yeah it's fine and that's yeah, always like... been our kind of that's why we kind of split not split the brand but there's the brand there's the business country much and there's me mm-hmm. the brand so you know if we can't physically feed you if you don't want to buy the meals you can just watch my stories or watch my mm. uh, content and you can cook for yourself you know yeah. so there's We'll either feed you or teach you to feed yourself. That's the kind of goal of everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, I love that. That's like the most like <laughs> that kind of reminds me of like 
a real country bum kind of way. I'd be like, you feed her, like, yeah, feed yeah. yourself. Like, that's why you like, mentioned there. Be like, a, you know what? Like, it's just like, they just kept coming back for more. Next thing is making meals all the time. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, imagine, like, if I said that to my mum, she'd be like, if I dare ever come back home and ask for a single thing, she'd be like, don't you dare. <laughs> Heard you're feeding <laughs> half the country around you. Yeah, you can't even make me an omelette. Go fuck yourself, Connor. <laughs> but that's not like, Obviously, I mean, obviously there's a bit of um, spear behind it if it's feeding your drinking habits as well. But like to the point, yeah. obviously, where there was like passion beside it and like there was obviously demand and all for it. Like I suppose I'm just, I was just so interested in like the way that like, okay, how does somebody start off so young and then kind of like, how do you migrate down this path? Because I suppose in last year or two, obviously of pandemic, feels like so many people have just kind of been putting up their stuff like and have kind of like mm. really lent into it. But obviously you were all before that. And like it's still carried on through mm. anyway. It's like, um, like I suppose, obviously you're in the early days, kind of like social media, whatever like this. But like, was there any kind of inspiration behind the stuff that you were doing or like putting up there? Like, was there, or was it literally just, as you said, just to like be transparent with people and like, Maybe say, or like, when did it turn from like hobby to business to like, oh, let's take it seriously? Yeah, I, I, there was a switch. And, and, you know, there kind of has to be a switch from, you know, this is fun and it's a hobby. Whereas, you know, there was a, there came a point then where I was like, okay, I should probably really give this a go. Yeah. Um, and in terms of inspiration, you know, not, not directly. I wasn't really watching anyone and being like, okay, that's, you know, that's the goal. Obviously, like, I would have always been watching the likes of Jamie Oliver and, and you know, the big headline TV chefs. And I always would have grown up watching their shows. Mm. Um, and especially in the States, you know, I think America were ahead of us and yeah. are always ahead of us when it comes to, like, YouTube or any platform, social platforms. They, when it, it usually hits water there first. Yeah. And it'll slowly drip you over. So I was kind of watching a lot of American YouTubers and I was seeing them start vlogs and, yeah. and build this audience online and i was yeah. really fascinated by that and i was kind of okay like this is probably something that i should be doing you know and that's always been my approach was like okay i see what this person is doing i understand why they're doing it mm -hmm. it's working for them so i probably will need to do this and and i mightn't at the time do it but i've always found myself having to do it i did it with you know, I remember Instagram stories. They weren't really a thing back in the early days. People didn't talk to their mm. stories. But I saw some big influence doing it. And I, I, I didn't have time. I said to myself, because I know for a fact in future, I will have to do it at some point. And yeah. then, you know, that point came where I had to go on my stories and talk. And, and then same with TikTok. I remember when TikTok first came. And it was all just like 16-year-olds dancing. And I was like, this isn't for me at the moment, but I'm fairly sure a time will come where I'll need to be on this and I'll need to be active. And that time is now. I know we're in that world of TikTok now. So yeah. it's, I've always been watching trends or seeing what's working elsewhere. Uh, and then, you know, seeing where my mold would fit into that. And so there is that, there is that, that element of business and savviness mm -hmm. and integrating your hobby and passion down that rabbit hole enough not to pull away the enjoyment but to structure it, to make it viable to live off, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you must just be waiting like for the next like app to come around. You're going, fuck me, here comes another one. Oh, well, that's God. the thing. I mean, people put so much, they rely so much on an app, it scares me. Yeah, um, Jesus, God. You know, that's why like, I have I have a, I have a, a, a meal prep service. Mm. It doesn't rely, it's not, it's, 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 it's physical. You know, I have a physical business. 
Mm-hmm. And then I have the virtual world where the majority of my business is virtual. Mm-hmm. But if Instagram was to go tomorrow, I'd, I'd, I'd figure it out. We'd find a way. Whereas I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people start businesses, they're solely predominantly virtual or solely predominantly an app. Mm-hmm. And that's just that, you know, the lack of security there scares me. Yeah. Because they are apps. And, you know, just like um, Vine, just like Facebook kind of petered a bit, mm-hmm. they do run their cycles and they do alter and they do shift. And if you're not willing or ready to adapt and change, you'll be left behind. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's something I see, it's something I talk a lot about because I think people get so stuck in these, if it's going well, it's fine. Just, you know, double down. And which is correct to a degree, but you kind of have to be always ready and willing to, you know, worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean, just think about all like the Bebo businesses back in the day. They're gone to yeah. now. My God, yeah, Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, R.I.P. God, you're top nine. Jeez, get out of here. Um, I suppose, like, obviously, you can, I mean, you can tell just from talking to you that, like, this is like a thing that you've been, like, obviously passionate for now for a long time. And, you know, your head's so screwed on to it. But, like, from that kind of early years into it, what was it like whenever you started, I suppose, getting, like, picked up in a, like, Obviously, whenever you're doing bits and pieces online, I feel like people are like, oh, he just does his wee bits online or like, oh, he's just, you know, making his wee videos. But whatever kind of transition to like, obviously, very professional in terms of like being on TV consistently, do you know, that kind of way. Like, what was that kind of like, whatever, like, was it a bit like unnerving or was this just another kind of like block for you? Like stepping stone, you're being like, like, you you already seen this coming. You're like, God, dominating Instagram, fuck it, TV, you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, listen it's always it's always uh, nerve-wracking you know even like to this day i, I never i've never very i've never been nervous hmm. but you'd always be apprehensive when you have you know, your ducks in a row especially with tv because <laughs> national and it's live yeah um you know social media is kind of fine because you can edit and you can hmm. fine tune mm-hmm. and also you know it's a, it is a platform where you can curse and you can say fuck it Whereas on live TV, you can't really get away with that. Yeah. Um, Why not? So, <laughs> you should yeah, try it. <laughs> well, it, it. It might just be your last time saying it. And I'm lucky. I mean, the show is great. The show actually really lacks. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, you're, you're kind of right in a way where I did foresee it to a degree. It was all, I wrote it, you know, it was something I had always planned on doing. And mm. I would have always said it was just a matter of time. You know, I would have told people, like, I was like, you know, what's next for on scene? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, surely one of these days it'll be TV. Mm. and people laugh me like oh yeah, yeah that's that's great and like you know and rightly so rightly so yeah. because you know who am i who might say that um so i wasn't i was delighted when i got it obviously and, mm. and i had to audition and, and, and all that kind of stuff but i had been vlogging and i had been doing blogs and i'd been talking to my camera for about three years prior to that so i was really comfortable on camera mm. uh, and i kind of found my voice and found my my approach to public speaking mm-hmm. so like i was only 21 and 22 but i probably more experienced than a lot of people would have had at that age yeah like just so for was, that age you know, Stephen, it, was, have it a... was water off the ducks back to me really like it was fine um and yeah it went really well and just it suited me and suited the brand and it's been it's been amazing it always is you know it's 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 a real it's kind of credibility you can't buy or you can't you know pay for is having that little notch of regular tv work uh, it, it benefits everything yeah yeah like but even just to be like that age as well to just be like oh geez we're spinning around here you want to move you know because <laughs> the sun is setting at the window I'd love you like coming in there a minute ago but now the sun is setting yeah I was saying geez you're looking a bit pale now <laughs> it's, the sec- it's the second half of the podcast now <laughs> 
God, she's professional all the time. Like, yeah, here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, even from like, like that young age, as you said, like, do you know what I mean? It seems like people, like, I'm always interested in how people, you know, have kind of got to the stage where they were. And I suppose just because you were such like a young kind of entrepreneur, a young person, like, stepping in front of these kind of big spotlights, like, I'm always kind of interested in like, what maybe things in your life before all of this kind of like maybe cultivated together um in the best way possible um i i feel like people kind of build up these almost like character building traits and jobs uh for yeah. maybe like part-time work and like bits and pieces that i've done beforehand um i don't know if you had many kind of character building moments growing up where it was you know say like a horrendous like job or you had to sell like strawberries or something um, or is was there anything else I suppose that you like you know picked up that you're like right this and kind of informed the person that you kind of went on to be and like are today yeah I grew up on like I'm from I grew up on a farm I'm from a farm so mm-hmm. I would have worked on a farm a lot so that's kind of you know that that instills hard work from a young age regardless you know but mm-hmm. like it or not you have to go out in the rain and you know tend to the farm to mm. a degree there, there was we, we were big fans three older brothers so we all would have been running around the place <laughs> on the farm so i think you get that from a young age and, and i suppose i know what hard work looks like then yeah. watching my father or whatnot as for jobs i i guess was i'm lucky i haven't really worked many jobs um the one that always stands out you know my work experience for college it was i was a chemical and biochemical engineer for eight months Oh, you were fully committed to this, like the full like chemical engineer route. I had to do it. I was, I had to do it. Like, that was part of my college course was to do my co-op. So I, I yeah. had one semester was in the working world. Oh, sorry. So yeah, I had no yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah. One, I had no choice. I had to go and be a chemical engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was one of the best things I ever did because it just instilled how much it wasn't for me. Um, <laughs> and it's fine, not, you know, it's gas to say that, but. It wasn't until I did it to I realized okay, oh no, this for sure, you know, I'm really bad at this job. <laughs> I despise going to work. I you know all I just couldn't wait home to, I couldn't wait to get home from work to oh, start my God. work. Yeah. Um, you know, but and, and that's a real eye opening thing. And it's mm. it's one of the best things that ever happened to me because you can kind of hum and haw and guess for a long time, but mm. I had real life experience of this is a shit show. I hate this job. Um, and then after that, then it was crystal clear what I needed to do. You know, I, I left that work experience and I was like, yeah, I am fully certain that I want to do what I want to do. And ah. that was, you know, the biggest, I, and I, I, I always just, I tell, suggest to people is that, you know, do, do as many jobs as you can. Cause the more jobs you do, the more you'll know what you don't like. Mm. And then it's just a process of elimination then. Yeah, compare in comparison. You know, you work two jobs, and you see how much you like them, and or you might like neither of them, and you mm. go again. You go, okay, like I like the job, or I like this aspect of this job. Mm. So you might focus in on that on that one aspect. Mm. It might be marketing in a firm, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. So you know, a lot of that can't be taught. It has to be from experience. Um, and I left those pharmaceutical companies known as the chef. You know, I was known as the food guy. It never was. I was never in my life called the engineer. It was always that's on the chef working yeah. as a fra- fraudulent engineer here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, all that builds character. All that, uh, not even character, but it just instills confidence that you're on the right track. Uh, and you know, it never. I would never fear then if it wasn't for me or not. You know, there's a fear that it might not work, which is mm. natural. But I never worried that it wasn't something that I wanted to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a very similar kind of one as well. I remember for years going uh, up saying, fuck it, I'll just be like a teacher or something like this. Um, mm. And the exact same thing happened. Um, and one of my first jobs, I worked at a drama summer camp um, doing the arts and crafts um, with uh, youngest one was three years old. Basically daycare. The other one, 15. I just turned 16. I found out I hate children, no one. And um, mm. it was the happiest week of my life. Um, I said, you know what? What is probably the like the one route that like I probably won't have deals And They're like, media. Yeah, that sounds fun. I can make these things. <laughs> but yeah, you need one of those experiences to be like, a, that is just not for me. And like, I suppose, yeah. yeah like, um, I, I just lucky it. And, uh, you know, I, I again, I'd like, I, the sooner, the earlier you find it out, the easier it is to kind of like navigate the way around it. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I suppose, obviously, that was like, you know, a big kind of like part in your life where you went, no, absolutely, this is where I'm putting all my money into it. This is where the route them going down. And with all of that in mind, like, you know, everything that's came with us from the TV, from the kind of, um, all the kind of Instagram and like people, obviously, you know, really supporting you and like even from the start whenever you know you're cooking your mates meals like what have there been like what have the main standout moments like came from this kind of career that you didn't ever anticipate that like I suppose you never thought could have happened I guess Does that make sense? I never <laughs> yeah no it makes sense it makes sense but like you know to the to the fine picture of I never expected anything to happen because mm. it was all just started on a whim you know I, obviously I've I've I would have planned it and I would have, I suppose, envisioned what it could mm. look like, but you kind of, you, you don't want to get too carried away with yourself. So I've been, I mean, I've been super lucky. Like there's been so many great moments. Mm. Um, and there, you know, there was just been a string of consistent, you know, goals hit and, and mm. check marks hit. Um, I thought I'd always come back to like speaking something I love to do. So getting the chance to be on TV and not, not so much, present but it's to meet the people on the show yeah every week that was that was so it was probably the most enjoyable part of my career so far and still is you know to be on tv and every week i'm on there's three guests there three celebrities yeah. and i chat with them and we talk about anything and i get to feed them and it's just this real surreal <laughs> like i could I, I met bob dylan um no Bob Geldof. I met Bob Geldof. I was like, um, what the fuck's Bob Dylan doing on Ireland? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> sorry this I is actually, important. I, I read something on Ireland a while ago and Bob Dylan was in it. That's why he's in my head there. I met Bob Geldof. Stop making up lies. And I remember I was so late. Segment. I was, I was like an hour late and I was stressing. And I like burst into the green room with, with like pots and pans and I like just kind of hit off Bob Geldof. I was like, Jesus Christ, how's it going? He was like, hello. And I was like, I'm Owen, I'm the chef. He's like, I'm Bob. I was like, All right, man. And I was like, listen, I have to go. I'm really late. And I ran out there. And then after a while, I was like, that was really surreal for me. Like, I was like, I'm really sick. And I didn't stick around and chat to him more. Um, and then I was like, fuck, should I have called them Sir or Richard or Bob? I think I called them men. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that like that's you know one of many mm. real pinchy moments of meeting you know people I would have grown up watching or uh, sporting heroes, all that kind of stuff on the show, and and they're nearly in awe of what I do because yeah. you know a lot of them wouldn't be competent cooking, um, yeah. and it's a really it's a real confidence boosting thing when you something that you look up to being like, geez, I don't know how you cook, I can't cook at all, I don't know how you cook on live TV. Mm. 
And I'm like, listen, I don't know how you do X, Y, Z. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's always something that I come back to. It's always something that I consistently enjoy time and time again. Um, but there's been loads of highs. There's been loads of, you know, especially with business. The highs are really high mm-hmm. and the lows are really low. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you, you just have to take that as it comes. But I suppose, like, also, what a fun icebreaker that you can bring into every, like, situation. Just, you, you can also just Ooh. carry around some pots and pans in your bag. So if you want to meet someone, just, oh, fuck, sorry, I, I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually a chef. Sorry, that's why I'm carrying all these knives. Oh, God, what's your name again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lovely to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Is that like, a, <laughs> I, that could be even used in nights out and stuff like that. Sorry, Jesus, God, drop my pots and pans. God, lovely to meet you, by the way. Uh, oh, it's always a different frying pan on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was And I know, like, you you were saying it before the podcast, like we recorded, but like you did also say, oh no, like I hope you don't mind me exposing this to the listeners that like this is probably like the peak kind of your career coming on to for interviews. Like I know you were like saying that you're manifesting this for a while. Song. Yeah. Yeah. One of my main long time girl goals for a long time. Yeah. I'm yeah. Manifesting this right now. Like I like I have only been doing this for like a year and a half, but like I really appreciate that just candidness, like of you being able to say that openly in front of me. Um, and that's why I just I like you know what I let this person on the podcast. Jeez, um, who the fuck do I think I am? Like, um, but I suppose from the opposite end of it, uh, maybe this is a good segue. From the opposite end of it, have there been any major like horror stories that have kind of came from working in this food? online kind of business like Arev as you said when the highs are really high they're great but when their lows are low I mean you know that kind of way mm. um has that mainly been in business or like have you kind of found I know a lot of people in kind of public spotlight in Ireland would often get like the kind of like the oh fuck like oh, look at the one of the notions there now have you experienced mm. any kind of like downsides from all of the success because it has been so successful um no, no I mean I'm lucky the world of food is is quite I say safe to a degree where, mm. you know, listen, I cook food and whether you, if you like, you like, if you don't, you don't. It doesn't really bother me other than that. Yeah. It's hard to judge a person by the picture of the food on their Instagram. Mm. Um, so, I, and again, my audience wouldn't necessarily be that type to be, you know, trolling or, or, you know, being keyboard warriors. They're usually, you know, women in their 25 plus to, mm-hmm. to 60, you know, so, um, in, in terms of that, not necessarily, but again, like there's always when you're in, and I say the public eye, and I'm, I mean, I'm in the minor, minor, minor public eye to a degree, but it's more so the pressure you put in yourself. You know, mm. it's, it's, you, you know, I, I would demand a lot for myself, uh, in, you know, in, in that kind of sense of the word and to consistently be growing on platforms, consistently be doing new recipes to improve the quality of the content. And it, the business is a whole different world. And mm. with the business, you want to be improving that, getting more efficient. Um, so there's been, you know, downsides with business. There always is, you know, there was tough months for a long time before and during the pandemic. Um, and, you know, with that busy schedule comes burnout and there's been loads plenty of those episodes and times where I just haven't been kind to myself in that regard. Mm. So there's been plenty of downsides, but not nearly enough to outweigh the good side. Um, and there never will be, you know, I hope, you know, that's something the, the perspective you have to keep is that, you know, bad days are coming, bad days will come and go without mm-hmm. a doubt. And if you weren't having them, you're kind of delusional or you're not really doing enough. Mm-hmm. And if there wasn't some backlash online with something, and there's always comments being like, you know, blah, 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 does it better? <laughs> blah, this looks like shit. Like, 
I, I loved them, to be honest. I laughed them quite a lot and I often screenshot them. And I was shown to the last glass. Look what Bridey865 said about my apple tarts. <laughs> so, they're often so harmless. Like. So yeah, nice tart. Fun. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. God. Um, you know, you just can't take it personally. You have to just remember that it's an, again, it's an app in your phone. All I do mm. is click the side of my button, put my phone away, and it's fine. Um, you know, touch wood, nothing has come as has been worse than that moment. Um, but yeah, that's that's what comes part of the gate. You know, you, you have to expect some backlash now every now and then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I suppose like your main kind of like, worries just be like, a, oh God, just can't repeat that same fucking recipe again. Like, because that's when, that's when they'll come for you. Oh, and I'm telling you right yeah, now, yeah. you one repeat ready. that one apple tart recipe one more time and they'll, they'll be after you. <laughs> Those mums will be like, you think we're fucking new here? Man, we've been here a long time. Don't you dare try to tell me cinnamon is new in your recipe. Piss off. Yeah, that's 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 when you need to start watching your back. Because that's when the knives will come out. Ready, ready and waiting for them. Yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Keyboard mammy warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you tell me to put? Ch- chili in my, what, like, bolognese? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But I suppose, obviously, from everything you can kind of been doing so far, and you know, I said you've just like been so consistently kind of like plowing through this. Like, are there any big goals that like you kind of like, or any big bucket list things that you're still waiting to take off? Because it sounds like so far, like you didn't really like, you know, you kind of envisioned some of these there, but like again, each of these things has kind of been like, oh my god, this is like great. That's going so well for you. Like you have a business. You're on shows, you know, you're meeting people all the time, doing something that you really love. Is there anywhere that you like, any big bucket list things that you've yet to tick off? Um, like yeah, if you, loads. If, loads, if you had to loads, like, loads. if you had to overtake like one like celebrity chef, like, do you know what I mean? If like, if I, if I had to cancel yeah. one, one for you tonight, <laughs> no, nobody joking. Um, I'll do it. <laughs> um, I mean, the next step for me would be like, TV, a TV show, a TV series, and and I I've always LA. you know Hollywood, young yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and I, I don't joke that I'd love to go to the UK, I'd love to go to the states. Um, that's always that's always been you know written down for me as the goal, and as the world adapts, it mightn't look like a TV show, it might be a web show, it might mm. be a web, it might be a YouTube series, uh, and I'm always really open to that kind of stuff. I'm never tied to this idea of I need to have a TV show on RT for five episodes on a Wednesday night at nine o'clock. It doesn't yeah. bother me whether it's because the, we live in a world now where the audience is 10 times bigger online. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I kind of go where the audience is to be honest. So that's something that, you know, we're always looking at and, and, you know, is in the pipeline. And, and I just, it's, I would say, I, as again, it's only a matter of time before it does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the business, you know, keep growing the business, new ventures, there's always new stuff happening, uh, new business ideas. And, you know, we, we built a new studio recently in Limerick. So oh, no there's going to be a lot more content and, and, and production out of that. So there's loads, there's always loads happening, um, which is kind of the, what looks like inside my head, there's always plates spinning and, if things are quiet, I get a little bit anxious and I need, you know, to be busy and, and, and to be occupied. So, um, yeah, I've loads of goals and I'm planning on taking everyone as off in the next hour. It doesn't matter if it takes five years, 10 years or 50 years. Mm. Once I'm enjoying what I'm doing, then I'm not too pushed or worried that I'm not hitting X, Y, Z targets. 
Yeah, I suppose that's the way, best way to look at it. And look, do you know what? Like, at least this one's ticked off your list. Uh, finally, do you know that kind of way? Like, that, I'm sure that was, a, that was a big one. Like, you're being like, geez, how am I going to get past that? <laughs> Done. Well, Dusted. I'll sleep, sleep very easily tonight. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. And then your brain start <laughs> rattling game. Be like, shit, what I need to do next? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I get that all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose as well, now, Owen, I did reach out my socials um, <laughs> and I kind of asked if anybody had any questions questions asking stuff like this and people inundated them honestly and they're like we need to find out every single thing about this man and I said look guys I can only cut it down to like two here because I'm like this is a busy guy he's you know as you said brain is always on the work I'm like I can't be distracting him with all of your you know what's his favorite color like do you know what I mean oh, yeah. or is it I asked every question yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so I have brought down to this this final two questions now just before we log off um and uh I, I hope you don't mind me asking do you ask away Oh, grand. Here we go now. Now, this one did come in from a guy, um, Richie Rich, who asked, um, Owen, are you single? Now, this has been actually one of the most con- consistent ones across, uh, across the platform. I'm not sure why. Um, you don't have to comment on it. Maybe it's actually best if you don't just for, you know, keep the, the moms and stuff like keep that coming the for you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm not single. I'm not, I'll answer that. No, I'm not single. I'm not single. That's all, all right. Well, actually, that's all the quest for the, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, the only other quest I've got coming in. This just gives an insight more to my fucking followers. Uh, <laughs> who or what is your favorite snack going? <laughs> um what who or what is my favorite snack this is going to be for the bonus bonus episode i give all the answers yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's for the future podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna answer this in my true personal pg terms um and the center version of what is my favorite snack what's my favorite snack that's grand. I don't know, it's really hard. Do you know what I know? Toast. I, I fucking love toast. I live off toast. It's quick, it's handy, and it's, I can have it on the way off the car in the door. TV chef is like, what's your favorite ta-? Like, literally, the dress. <laughs> in the sun <laughs> I just love to- like do you like, or, like do you like butter no 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 that'll take too much time now Jesus Christ yeah good butter toast and I'm, good but- and I'm happy out you're a happy out no you're fine honestly I'll just set it right now anyways I, I can make up what I want in this podcast oh, no. yeah. yeah 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 I'll, I'll use some of the sound bites from earlier no um, on, honestly thank you so much um, for taking the time this evening um, if people you know, want to ask you more um, really fucking personal questions. Uh, where can they find mm-hmm. you? And where can they keep up with everything on Sheehan, Country Munch, all the rest of it? Yeah, cheers. Um, so Instagram is probably the best. That's my name, Owen Sheehan. Um, there's lots happening there. We do, we have free ebooks you can download on our website, owensheehan.com. Uh, if you're in Limerick, you can order Country Munch and you can eat the food that we cook. Or we have online cookery classes. Uh, there are again on the website, onshein.com. So every month, we, every week, sorry, we run cookery classes so you can join them anywhere from, from anywhere in the world, from your phone, in your kitchen, and cook with me for an hour. So they're really fun, really interactive. Uh, and you get to learn to cook from the comfort of your own home with me. There you go. My God, there you are. You can have your right in your own sitting room. Kitchen, whatever yeah, you want. Absolutely. Yeah, wherever you're cooking at all. Yeah, a little hot plate on the yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, you'd be happy out. <laughs> no, oh, thank you so much for coming on again. And yeah, best luck with everything. Honestly, I am just like that you kind of took the time out out of what seems like a fucking manic schedule to sit down for 
chat with somebody back in the internet and yeah I can't wait to see where you go on from here honestly not bad, man. I appreciate it thanks for having me on alright no problem see you later bye <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Finterviews. Please do remember, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other ones, to go back and give us a like, comment, share, subscribe, five-star rating, anything that you can do to honestly just help out the podcast would be so appreciated. And if you're really feeling generous, you can go on to Kofi and you can actually give me a little tip. It's only the price of coffee um, and I'd really appreciate it because uh, I do this all for free and it's a bit of fun. But if you really feel like supporting the podcast, do remember to go online search finterviews finterviews podcast finterviews pod find me wherever you can on socials and give us a wee follow give us a like and even give us some abuse if you want to um you can give me a message and let me know who you would like to hear next on show but until next time thank you so much for tuning in and i'll chat to you later bye